Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Football Draft Junkie Podcast. My name is Jim, and I'll be your host as always. Um, And we're starting to get into the groove of draft season. We have the Combine coming up next week. Um, Actually starts February 26th, and it goes through March 4th. Um, And while we're waiting on that, we've just been, you know, doing a lot of scouting here, getting ready to do some future shows, divisional shows coming up, um, you know, and just some other ideas we're we're having, you know, we're brainstorming right now. Um, But it's nice to be back and, you know, keep the content going. While we're working on our bigger shows, I thought I would do something that I did with the old show um, three years ago. And that was name some guys that I thought were snubbed by the Combine. So the Combine's coming up. They invited 338 players um, in the 2019 draft this year. There will be 254 draft picks. So obviously that's they invited more people than there will even be picked. Um, and yet there still are some guys that I feel should have been invited. Um, and I went back and looked. We did the show in 2015 and 2016. Um, I didn't have access to the shows, but I remember certain guys. And there were three names that I remember going in the past and seeing who I said were snubs who've ended up um, two out of the three, at least have made very good names for themselves. And one of them still on an NFL roster um, on the tw- 2015 show. I said that Shaq Mason was a combine snub. Um, he's gone on. He's a two time Super Bowl champion starting right guard for the new England Patriots. Um, and last year signed a five year, $50 million contract, I believe. Um, so, you know, it's guy definitely should have been at the combine. You know, he's ended up, being, you know, one of the better interior linemen in the NFL and earned himself a nice pay raise. Um, another guy, I so this is the maybe the outlier. He's still on a roster, though, is Taylor Heineke. I remember was the quarterback from Old Dominion. I believe he went undrafted. Um, and again, the point is that I still say these guys should have gotten a combine invite. I mean, like I said, with 338 invites, not even getting invited to the combine is... Um, Outside of disciplinary issues, it's them saying that we, you know, you're not worth a, a, a top seven round draft pick. That's how I look at it. If you don't get invited, but anyway, Taylor Heineke, you know, five, six, seven, eight. This is he's going into his fifth year in the NFL. Uh, backup quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, uh, still going. And the third is another one that I'm very proud of, Jatavis Brown, who was the linebacker coming out of Akron. I remember him being called undersized, and you know he is undersized, but you know he's still a very good football player. He's a starting outside linebacker for the Chargers. I remember Pro Football Focus giving him pretty good grade this year. Um, he's played at a borderline Pro Bowl talent. Um, that's another guy, you know, who's. That's a theme we'll get with some of these guys. Is you know sometimes they're um, considered not small or not big enough to be. Invited, I, I guess, um, and which is ironic because two of the guys we'll be talking about as the combine snubs tonight actually have great frames uh, for the NFL, and then a few of them are undersized guys as always. But uh, yeah, the three guys that I would say, you know, three of the hits I got from saying guys that should have been invited to the combine would be Shaq Mason, you know, right guard for the Pats, Taylor Heineke, backup quarterback for the Panthers, and Jatavis Brown, starting outside linebacker for the Chargers three guys that weren't even invited to the combine. So this matters. Some of these guys, you know, to see more of them, we're going to have to watch the regional scouting reports or uh, sorry, not scouting reports, the regional pro days um, to get a better feel of these guys. And you know, while we supplement that with watching tape, um, but let's go ahead and get started. I, and I picked five just to talk about, but I have two honorable mentions that I would like to talk about as well. That will just go. Cause I haven't scouted them fully yet. One is EJ, Ejia, 
uh, linebacker from North Texas. He's an honorable mention. Um, linebacker at 6'3", 231. Haven't watched tape on him yet, but I've noticed he, has, he had 25 and a half tackles for loss and nine sacks. So that is a guy I will definitely keep my eye on. Um, and the other the other um, honorable mention combine snob will be quarterback Marcus McMarion from Fresno State, who had a 2018 stat line of a 68.6 completion percentage with 25 touchdowns and five picks. Um, that's a very good stat line, and I know he's 6'2", 203, which might be considered a little undersized for the NFL. But again, when we're talking about the combine, we're talking about everybody, just guys who deserve just a shot. And with those numbers, and, you know, it's not undersized. I mean, Kyler Murray is obviously a much better player, but he's a guy who's probably 5'9", and we're talking about being a top-10 pick. So size isn't always everything. And a guy like McMurray, and I felt like could have been, you know, at least invited over some of the other guys who got invited over him. Um, but with the two honorable mentions out, let's get to the top five that I settled on, the top five combine snubs, and this is in no particular order. Uh, we'll start with another quarterback, though. Taylor Cornelius from Oklahoma State um, checks in with a great frame, 6'6", 232, uh, with a 2018 stat line of 59.4 completion percentage, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Um, in Mike Gundy's system, I would like to see a little bit better completion percentage, but uh, he was a one-year starter, so that's all I had on him, which probably explains why he got snubbed. Um, very small sample size. Um, but again, the tape that I've seen of him so far, he's got a pretty good arm, good deep ball. Um, and again, he's got the frame that a lot of NFL teams are looking for, 6'6", 232. I would have liked to have seen a guy like him uh, show what he could do, at least, you know, at the big show in Indianapolis. I believe that's where it is this year, as it always is. Um, right now, I currently have a seventh-round grade on him. Um, so I felt like he definitely got snubbed because, you know, 338 players, 254 draft picks. Um, I would have at least liked to see what he could do. So I'll definitely be monitoring him at his pro day. Um, next up is probably the next two will be the two biggest snubs I had because I have a third to fourth round grade on both guys. And the first one is linebacker Khalil Hodge out of Buffalo coming in at 6'1", 235 pounds. Um, he's... He's that new style of linebacker that we're starting to see. Those fast guys who aren't just, you know, plotters in the middle. He's He's got size, decent size, but more importantly, he can cover. He reminds me of a guy like Deion Jones, like that new style linebacker you're seeing in the NFL. They're a little smaller than what you're used to seeing, but they're a lot faster. They can cover the field a lot more. Um, that's one thing I've noticed with the game tape on Khalil Hodge. He's a good cover cornerback. He's He was actually second in the country out of all, I think we're over like 120 Division One schools at this point. Uh, out of all those guys that play defense, he was second second in the country in tackles. Um, again, like I said, he reminds me of one of those, you know, faster new age linebackers. And I would have liked to see what he can do against um, some of the other guys, you know, in the combine. So, uh, again, he's probably the biggest one outside of the next guy I'm going to talk about, especially with a third, late third to early fourth round grade. Um, keep your eye on a guy named a guy like Khalil Hodge. Um, and the next guy is running back Wes Hills, who's probably my favorite guy out of all five of these guys I'm going to talk about. He was the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl MVP, which is they have the Senior Bowl, and then under that is the East-West Shrine Bowl, and then under that is the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. Uh, Hills went to Slippery Rock, which is, I believe, D2. Yeah, it's D2, and he transferred from Delaware. He's 6'2", 218, which is a great size, you know, great size for a running back. And on the game tape, he's got good speed, too, which is why I would have liked to see him at the combine. I want to see what his official 40 will be. 
and I will uh, obviously be paying attention to whether he does the Slippery Rock Pro Day or if he goes to a, you know, another school's Pro Day. Um, he had 1,714 yards last year, 7 yards per carry, and 17 touchdowns. I don't care what league you're in, what level you play. Those are impressive numbers. And again, with that 6'2", 218 frame, a good blend of size and speed, I would have liked to see what he could do. He got an invitation to the Senior Bowl, late invitation because of what he did at the NFLPA uh, game. Uh, he got hurt early, so we weren't able to see much out of him. But, I mean, I have a late third, early, early fourth round draft on him, um, especially with the NFL being a two-back league. I would have loved to have seen what he could do against, you know, against his contemporaries, you know, some of the bigger school running backs. So I believe Wes Hills is, you know, another combine snub this year. Moving on, staying on the offensive side of the ball, um, we'll go to a local kid. I operate out of Atlanta. This guy went to school in Atlanta. We got Penny Hart, wide receiver from Georgia State. Checks in at 5'8", 180. A little on the smaller side, but we'll get to that. Uh, He had 669 yards, 13.7 yards per carry, and two touchdowns this season. But he had 2,000-yard seasons his career. He just didn't, you know, didn't produce as much senior year. But it's this is a guy who produced a lot at the collegiate level. Uh, I watched him in the Senior Bowl. He had a good game. He definitely proved that he deserved to be out there in the Senior Bowl. I mean, the Senior Bowl out of the three uh, college, um, like draft, you know, postseason bowl games for kids that are going to the draft is considered, you know, the best one. And Penny Hart had a good showing out there and at practices. I watched. I watch some of the, sometimes the practices you see more than you do in the actual game because of the limitations and rules in the game. And Penny Hart looked really good in one-on-one drills. He was very hard to guard. He looks like a guy, obviously, with his size, especially. He will be, you know, a slot guy in the NFL. And that's that's what he looked like to me on the tape and on the one-on-one drills. Um, good burst, really fast. Again, I wanted to see what, what his 40 would have been and what it would stack up against the other guys. But, again, I'll just use his pro day info for that. Um and making himself more valuable, he's a good return man, punt returner, kick returner. Um, this is a guy that I think will definitely get drafted, which, again, why wasn't he invited to the combine? Um, right now I have a you know fifth-round grade on him, but that could go higher. I just His frame doesn't look like it could add too much more to it, and he's already 5'8", so I know there are limitations for that in the NFL. But again, this is a guy that I feel like should have been invited to at least show what he's got. Um that's uh, one, two, that's four. So we got my last one who is just the wild card, and that's Donald Parham, uh, tight end out of Stetson University, which is in Florida, in my home state, checking in at, a, at 6'8", 240 pounds. Like I was saying, we were talking about some of the smaller guys being left out of the combine. I, I, it's not just small guys they leave out. Donald Parham is 6'8", 240 pounds, Tight end, like wide receiver, tight end hybrid. They line him up on the slot a lot, too. Um, he played in the Senior Bowl. Uh, looked okay. It didn't, you know, they didn't use him much. I didn't get to see much out of him. But in college, senior or last year, he had uh, 1,319 yards, 15.5 yards per catch, and 13 touchdowns. Uh, unofficially, he has a 36-inch vert. I'm, I would like to see what he does at his pro day. For a guy that tall, that's even for a guy that's tall. That's still pretty good. I'd like to see it maybe higher, but this is just a freak that would I would I would have loved to have seen competing against everyone at at the NFL Combine, especially against the tight ends, because I want to see where he fits in. Um, I'm not sure yet if he's if he would project mostly as a tight end in the NFL. I'm thinking not, um, because he is 240 pounds, but he's six eight, so that's a big frame. 
with not as not a lot of weight, so he'll probably be used mostly as as a receiver in the NFL. Um, but again, with with numbers like that, uh, good numbers, um, statistical numbers, and then good height weight numbers too. I would have liked. I want to again. It's a theme because it's important. I want to see how fast he was going to run. So this is another guy we'll pay attention to going down the road. Um, and those are my five snubs uh, for the combine. We're working on um, looking at some other guys, but for now, that's what we got for the combine snubs. Obviously, there's other guys we will get to as we go forward. Um, I'm going to do a mock draft before we finish the show out for this week. Um, and moving forward, we got the AFC East coming up because that was the first one requested. If you guys would like your division next, go ahead and email me at footballdraftjunkie at gmail.com. Uh, we don't really have any kind of order for the divisional shows. It's just first come, first serve, just to you know reward the people who do listen to the show. Um, and we'll go ahead and start working. We got a lot of stuff in the pipe. We got, like I said, the divisional preview shows, um, and we're just we have other ideas that me and my my uh, you know friend and co-host uh, the Mercurculator are working on. Um, and ideas are always appreciated because we are getting to the. Uh, meat and potatoes of the draft season, which is great. And, you know, we're trying to stay as studious as possible. So with all that, uh, with all the announcements, let's go ahead and move on to my mock draft for the week. And while I'm waiting on it to load, I would like to announce, you know, we are, we have a few guest hosts that are, you know, just friends of mine to provide different perspectives. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun draft season. It's definitely great to be back and, you know, find my footing with this podcasting something I missed a lot. So let's go ahead and do the mock draft and I'll see you guys next week. Not next week, you know, well, <laughs> a few times a week is the hope, but you guys get the point. All right. With the first overall pick, the Cardinals select Nick Bosa, defensive end, Ohio State. With the second pick, the 49ers select Josh Allen, outside linebacker, Kentucky. With the third pick, the Jets select Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle, Alabama. With the fourth pick, the Raiders select Cleland Farrell, defensive end, Clemson. With the fifth pick, the Buccaneers select Jonah Williams, tackle, Alabama. With the sixth pick, the Giants select Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, Ohio State. With the seventh pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, my Jacksonville Jaguars, select Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, Houston. With the 8th pick, the Detroit Lions select Greedy Williams, cornerback, LSU. With the ninth pick, the Bills select Jawan Taylor, offensive tackle, Florida. With the 10th pick, the Broncos select Daniel Jones, quarterback, Duke. With the 11th pick, the Bengals select Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle, Mississippi State. With the 12th pick, the Packers select... Rashawn Gary, defensive lineman, Michigan. With the 13th pick, the Dolphins select Jachai Polite, outside linebacker slash edge, Florida. With the 14th pick, the Falcons select Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle, Clemson. With the 15th pick, the Redskins select Drew Locke, quarterback, Missouri. With the 16th pick, the Panthers select Brian Burns, defensive end, Florida State. With the 17th pick, the Browns select D.K. Metcalf, wide receiver, Ole Miss. With the 18th pick, the Vikings select Cody Ford, offensive tackle, slash guard, 
Oklahoma. With the 19th pick, the Titans select T.J. Hawkinson, defensive or uh, sorry, tight end, Iowa. With the 20th pick, the Steelers select Devin White, linebacker, LSU. With the 21st pick, the Seahawks select Montez Sweat, outside linebacker slash edge, Mississippi State. With the 22nd pick, the Ravens select Enkeel Harry, wide receiver, Arizona State. With the 23rd pick, the Texans select Greg Little, offensive tackle, Ole Miss. With the 24th pick, the Raiders select Andre Dillard, offensive tackle, Washington State. With the 25th pick, the Eagles select Byron Murphy, cornerback, Washington. With the 26th pick, the Colts select Dexter Lawrence, defensive tackle, Clemson. With the 27th pick, the Raiders select Nasir Adderley, safety, Delaware. With the 28th pick, the Chargers select Mack Wilson, linebacker, Alabama. With the 29th pick, the Chiefs select DeAndre Baker, cornerback, Georgia. With the 30th pick, the Packers select Noah Fant, tight end, Iowa. With the 31st pick, the Rams select Zach Allen, defensive end, Boston College. With the 32nd pick, the Patriots select A.J. Brown, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Um, That's Mock Draft 2.0, and I will talk to you guys soon. We got a lot of shows in the pipe, so we will be talking to you guys soon. Take care.